read one tweet, We're going to build a space force and the aliens are going to pay for it. This is It Happened One Year, a look back at the events big and small, themed and forgotten from... Hey everybody. How's it going? Welcome to the show. It happened one year. 1969. No. 1967. <laughs> We're doing 67 again. And as Sarah repeatedly we tells not- me, we cannot do 94 again. <laughs> no, although I do find myself compelled. I- I'm still finding things from 1994. There's something I found the other day, and they were talking about some guy this is a terrible story because i don't remember what it was but Good. i was like oh it's 1994 we should talk about that but we couldn't yeah again i think there might be a time where we do like in between seasons we do like a little mini four episode run of 94 i think that's weird i think it's like you know this the first child is our favorite child and and the middle child here that we're doing in 67 can suck it like that just it feels this I child don't I don't no like one's that. favorite child <laughs> no, no, nobody seems Clearly. to like it 67 is sitting off in the corner and 94 is the one who's at the, at the head table. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Well, anyway, here we are. And uh, we're just, uh, we're trucking right along. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a weird Friday night episode. We got a weird Friday night vibe going. We do. We're both very tired. <laughs> it's been an odd week. So I'm just glad we're getting one in. Because <laughs> this is, I feel like the typical kind of weekend that we just don't do the show. <laughs> we talk about it. We blow through. It's Sunday afternoon. And we're like, ah, oh, God, we never did the show. No, we're getting it out of the way. And by that, we mean we're so excited to record for you listeners. We definitely don't think of it as a task or a chore. Now you're really letting people peek behind the curtain. <laughs> so so I think when you look at 1967 in total, right? Yeah. And you look at that era. And I feel like lately I've watched, I've been watching a lot of like commercials and listening yeah. to a lot of 67 stuff lately. Mm-hmm. And I think the things that really stand out are it was the summer of love so there's a lot of like hippies flower power and that stuff and this was like the really the teeth of the space age and we really haven't talked about a lot of space age stuff no and i think just because of when we grew up we don't have a sense of what it was like to have like real astronaut mania you know what i mean yeah where like 67 like they haven't landed on the moon yet and like it's all like the apollo missions and the gemini missions and you know, cosmonauts and what rushes Sputnik and all of this is happening yeah. and just how, what a big deal this was. And like, you know, the TV shows of the time, everybody mentions it. Like, it's like just an yeah. odd, like uh. shorthand that people would throw in there. And I think it's just yeah. an interesting thing. Like, and that is really epitomizing a lot of 67 stuff. Yeah, I think that's true. I I think it's also that we don't know, and this is related, but we don't know what it's like to have not gone to space or to have not landed on the moon or to, you know, we don't, that's been a thing our whole life that like, Oh yeah, we landed on the moon. It was a while ago and that that was great. And now we've done it. But you know, at this period of time, I think what drives some of that mania is the fact that like, you didn't know if we were going to do it. You didn't know when we were going to do it. Um, You didn't know first I was going to do it first when you think about the moon. And I think that's, you know, that drives a lot of that energy. Whereas we don't really have much of that anymore. Right. And it just, it's such a huge advancement. Like it's such a big technological leap that, it's I, I don't know that there's a real neat comparable thing. Like there's a lot in our lifetime that's happened just, you know, media and technology since we were kids to now yeah. and like the internet and how things have changed with that. 
but somehow it still doesn't feel like going to the moon. It's not. It's just not the same thing, you know. Like the, going to the moon in 1967 must have felt impossible. Like they're gonna go to the moon. <laughs> like that's insane, you know. Well, the, the one thing that I think is com- it's technology, but that I think about is, do, do you remember like when we were kids and there would be like on the Jetsons or like in futuristic things, there would always be people calling on video phones. Like yeah. that was like the thing. <laughs> right. And now like that literally that's what we're doing right now. Like you're in yeah. a different room. We're on a video call and literally it's all I do all day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think that's so interesting because that was this like big you knew it was the future when you called somebody and you saw their face. And now that's like yeah. how we 50 percent of how we live. Right. Yeah, I mean, in the 2001 movie, in 68, like, they'd have video calling, and, like, it's like, he sits in that little booth, and he's like, you yeah. know, and there's a big list of instructions, like, it's, you know, it's this was wild, futuristic stuff, Yeah. and yeah. then just what these advancements did. Yeah. So, I think it's it's interesting for us, because, I mean, it's interesting for us in that, you know, getting into that mindset, and what do we have to compare that to, but yeah. I think it's also interesting in that, because we're doing the show and we're having such oddball 67 issues that we're having, if you fall into the mindset of it, what was it actually like? I think space was really like a big, it was a much bigger deal than like once you land on the moon, you've done it, right? Like even in 1970, is it as big a deal as it was leading up to 1969, you know? Yeah, I mean, unpopular opinion, but you know how recently they released that picture from like deep, deep space and it's like the next galaxy over or something. Did you even catch that? Yes. It was like everywhere on Twitter for a day. It looked like my desktop. Like I was like, (laughs) eh, but people were losing their minds over this picture. And I just, I've never been weird thing to say, but I've never been that into space. Yeah. No, I mean, again, I think it's neat. And I'd say the only thing I really supported during the Trump time was that he wanted to go back to the moon. And I thought that would be awesome because we didn't get to live through any of it. So even though going back to the moon feels kind of sad, it's still like no one's been to the moon since the early seventies. Like just nobody goes there. So like, we don't have that. Like that, that just seems like that would have been cool. Even if he was doing it for no good reason. I just, I like that that was a plan. If he got reelected moon, I thought that would have been fun. (laughs) We're going back to the moon. But Trump does factor into what we're going to talk about tonight uh, in this long-winded way. Uh, 1967 saw the implementation of the Outer Space Treaty, which governs everything having to do with space. And it's something I've never thought about. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, something new and big happens. You, we get access to new technology, a new location. Right? You gotta, you gotta figure out how you're gonna handle it. And right. so, I think this was the world saying, like, we want space to be a particular thing. We don't want it to be like another place where we fight over shit. And so, let's, uh, let's put a treaty in place. And and is a pretty like impressive diplomatic feat that like 112 countries signed on to it or something yeah. to say, you know, we're not, we're not gonna. We're not going to fight in space. We're not going to colonize space. We're not going to go claim space, space in space. We're not going to claim planets or whatever shit for our own. Um, even though uh, after the space treaty, we still put the American flag on the moon, which is interesting. <laughs> well, so, but that's the thing. It's not claiming ownership of the moon. Right. But, right. but also we're still the only people who've been there. So for all anybody else knows, maybe we have colonized the moon. <laughs> maybe we left yeah. behind some folks and they're just up there mining and they're, you know, building caverns. I don't know. Yeah, it happened. But why is that really? I know it's a little off topic, but why didn't Russia be like, well, we can go too, even if we got there first? I, I think that. I mean, I, I don't know this for definite, but I want to say that I ran across the idea once that it was just the accomplishment of getting there. Like that was really all it was. And that 
like whoever got there first, that was just going to be it. I don't know why we kept going back. I don't think yeah. there's really more to to learn from the moon. Uh, it's around that time. Now I'm sure there's like they could do new scientific stuff. Yeah. But how much different was it going to be from 69 to right. 73 or why, why there were three or four moon missions? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was really just the impressiveness of doing it. I've also read that like Russia's space program wasn't quite as good mm -hmm. as the American version, but that could also be American textbooks. I don't know. Right. American really propaganda. Sure. But yeah, I do really think that it really was just an issue of like, if you're not going to be first, what's even the, there's nothing there. Like what's even the point? So, yeah. Um, so what, because you can still see the footprints, should we have written in the moon dust? If you're not first, you're last and just left it there. <laughs> Second is first loser. Neil Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe it, it is pretty out, uh, pretty out there. But yeah, but the the thing with the with the space treaty that I never really, I just never yeah. thought about it. Like people make jokes like, oh, they're you know they're gonna put a McDonald's on the moon, but like legally that would be so complicated. Oh, <laughs> judging by this treaty, like to do anything in space is so like yeah. narrow because of this treaty, and it has to be right because yeah. you know the point of it really was to limit anybody's military capabilities in space they can't have nuclear weapons in space yeah you know, there, there's all sorts of th you can't things you can't do in space right yeah i think the treaty says you can't leave people behind so like maybe that's the whole idea like if there was you know a fourth guy on the apollo mission they can't just leave him there like they have to bring everybody back things like that i um, thought that was related to the like return of fallen astronauts that, well there's also like... that's another component to it like there's also the idea that you know, if anybody's in distress, you can't ignore them. Like, if you're capable of helping them, you have to help people in yep. space. I don't think this has ever really come up. I mean, that's kind of the thing with a lot of this treaty stuff is because yeah. there isn't a lot of space, you know, travel or exploration, these things don't really come up. Yeah. But, yeah. but the gray areas of the treaty are confusing because it does say things like you have to help any astronaut in space. But then they're like, but what about like space tourists like that would be on like the Virgin rocket or whatever, like, do they count as astronauts? Cause technically yeah. they're not astronauts, but did by astronaut, they just mean anyone in space, which yeah. kind of fits too. So, so yeah. there's a lot of little details to it like that. I say someone's dumb enough to go be a space tourist. Fuck them. They die. They die. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, no. Is that too much? <laughs> That's pretty harsh, but again, but I like, what that is, the... is so, I think space tourists are so dumb. It's such a waste of money. It is kind of a waste of money, but like, what is the circumstance where somehow they would be separated from the astronauts? And like are and are just dicking around in space and then need help. <laughs> like it's just some bro and he's like just yeah, out like great. on a little jetpack and he's like, oh bro, you gotta come help me. And then like the astronauts like, we can't help you. Like if there's distress, they would all be in distress, right? Like uh, I don't I don't think that's yeah. a thing. I think it's because I think in my mind the people to your point who would be space tourists are all like bros. They're yeah. they're not the people that you want to see. Bunch of rich bros. That's really yeah, it, so. exactly. Um, but the other I mean, the other thing that it did is made space free for everyone to explore so we can't be like this is our portion of space right you can't colonize space you can't, you can't come here right yeah well like, that's yeah. the other thing where you're like you know when you the idea of like oh well you know we could all go live on mars you know or whatever but like space is only there for like scientific study nobody can claim space and yeah you know it's a nice it's the treaty's a good and everybody who i think has space capabilities signed the treaty but there are countries who didn't sign it and i always yeah. wonder about that like so like you're telling me iran throws together a space program they can just go and take over the moon because they never signed the treaty that doesn't seem fair you know well <laughs> no i think that's fair but they did say that like all major space faring nations signed the if you look through the nations that didn't sign it's like montenegro mozambique yeah. 
Like Palestine didn't sign, right. Serbia didn't sign. You know, like I think we're okay. I don't know. Um, I'm just saying. Didn't sign. It's not impossible that like the country of Chad just gets to the moon, <laughs> plants their flag. You're like, well, that's it, Chad's moon. And they from now on we have to just refer to it that way. <laughs> I, oh no, Chad's taking the moon. And like they like write into it like real big, so like from Earth you can see it just says Chad. <laughs> like, ah, oh, that's gross. Oh. Thanks a lot, Chad. Terrible. Did you did you read about the um, Bogota, the Bogota Declaration? This really amused me. So it was this idea. This happened in 1976, where all of these uh, equatorial countries tried to like declare the treaty null or whatever because they have a specific part of space that is always above the equator because of the way the Earth rotates, and so they have like their own space portion that is like parallel or whatever to their to their countries and so they tried to say like well then we do get a claim to our we have our own space you guys no one else does but we've got our own space so they wanted to put toll uh, booths up there yeah (laughs) something like that for the satellites to go through you can't do this because we are this we own our space and and everyone was like no that's dumb yeah that does sound dumb there's been it does Uh, seem like there's been some challenges to this over the years because Some country or another really wants to, you know, get up there and really, really occupy a lot of space. But the basic framework, it seems like, for the Outer Space Treaty came from the Antarctica Treaty, which I think is an interesting treaty in itself because I also don't know anything about Antarctica. But (laughs) Antarctica was, is now, has now been protected as it is just for scientific research. You can't do any mining in Antarctica. Nobody lives there. There's just like those little scientific outposts and a bunch of different countries have like claims on areas and stuff but it's still there's no government there's nothing nothing controlling antarctica i don't know what happens if somebody gets murdered in antarctica that's got to be a mystery novel someone's written right <laughs> because like i don't even know who <laughs> is that like be. international waters like who who's the you know who's yeah. who's got jurisdiction there and there's like one like weird antarctica you know detective who has to solve i don't know like it's just odd to me, but oh, is his last name Ice? He's like Detective Ice. Detective Ice, yeah, yeah, obviously. the uh, The whole Antarctica Treaty even sprung. It seems like sprung from some random little conflicts because all of those like really southern southern countries wanted to basically claim the, the Antarctica. So like sure. Australia and uh, Argentina and Chile and a bunch of these countries. Yeah, and like the major conflict that spurred on the treaty was part of the long-running uh, UK versus Argentina uh, throwdown, which I think ultimately okay. leads to the Falkland War that lasted oh. for a day or whatever that was, like, year, you know, years later. But it was something like Argentina had put some guys at, like, some outpost or something on Australia and uh, on Antarctica, and uh, England, like, captured those guys and sent them back to Argentina. Like, it was this whole event. Yeah. And, and so it was that, coupled with the fact that this all takes place during the Cold War, and so the United States has a claim and then they are trying to like keep Russia out of Antarctica, but they had sure. literally no bearing for it. So, <laughs> so everyone had to step in and be like, let's just leave Antarctica alone. So from like the forties, like this was a, a, yeah. a post world war two issue. So, and then this extends yeah. into space. It's the same thing. The fact that they could get the outer space treaty together in the middle of the cold war is really amazing. Like the fact that they yeah. got that settled. So, yeah. And that, so, I mean, I didn't see, I didn't see the history of how the uh, the signatures of the treaty. I don't know how fast it happened that everybody signed, but it seemed like it happened relatively quickly. Well, at that point, the only space programs really were America, the USSR, and England, I think. And even England, I'm not sure how involved their space program was. So they were yeah. the only signatures that mattered. And that's how yeah. 
it, I mean, again, again, it's written in 66 and it's in effect in 67. And then eventually everybody else signs it, I think. Yeah. Um, to the point, I think there's like 20, 25 countries that actually have some space capability right now. And everybody has mm -hmm. signed on to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it was a running thing that eventually everybody signed on. Well, so the interesting thing I think about the treaty is that even as people continue to sign on, I don't think it's changed much over the years. And there are a bunch of things that have happened since then that are like a little gray area -y about the treaty. Like one of the things that, that I guess happens now, and I don't know for what, but apparently there's mining going on in space. Well, I or, think it's the capability of mining, right? Yeah. Like, like, and that was the difference with the Antarctica Treaty, because originally the Antarctica Treaty didn't prohibit mining. And it, yeah. later it was like an environmental addendum had to be added to like yeah. protect Antarctica. But because this was so far-fetched in 1967, like we're going to go and do mining in space, yeah. like they actually don't have, they didn't have a plan for it. Yeah. And so that's, yeah, that is one of the things that's like outstripped yeah. it. Because every once in a while you'll see like one of those memes that like, oh, well, if they could get this asteroid, it's it's worth, you know, $40 trillion because it's made all <laughs> out of all these, you know, materials. So Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know enough to know like, what are we mining in space? Uh, yeah. It's just metals, right? It's got to be deep I space guess. metals or yeah. something complicated. I, I mean, I sure. guess. Like, do you remember there was a movie, metals? the movie called Moon? Oh. I want to say Sam Rockwell is like a, a moon. He's like a miner on the moon. <laughs> All right. He sure. like drives yeah. this big machine and it's like it like churns up something right on the surface that oh. I don't know what it was supposed to be something from the sun. I don't know. But it, like the movie was, it was like a, you know, a pretty low key science fiction movie. I don't remember there being yeah. aliens or attacks or anything like that. But but that was some sort of moon mining set in the future. So so hmm. I mean, it was in that movie. I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah, I <laughs> clearly it's true. Yeah. So the real question the is now, in what ways did uh, Donald Trump attempt to destroy the Outer Space Treaty? Because knowing Donnie Trump, he yeah. uh, he was definitely going to give it a shot, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, so the thing about the treaty is that it basically is like we use space for peaceful purposes, but we have pretty different interpretations of what that means or like it's not really clear exactly what that means. And so a number of countries have built up like military arms of their military that have some sort of space responsibility. So, like, Russia has a much more narrow definition of what it means to be peaceful. It's, like, no military action in space, whereas we have generally believed no, like, troops in space, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it, Donald Trump did decide that, actually, we need to have better capabilities to be prepared for space wars. Um, and so he started the Space Force in 20, 2020, actually. the the I think it started in 2019. But in 2020, the the head of it was was sworn in and they have built up the the arm of the military. It's like the sixth branch military or whatever, the Space Force. Yeah. But what I didn't know as I was researching this is that some version of the Space Force has actually been around for a while. So there was a branch of the Air Force that goes back to, I mean, officially, I think the 80s, but was had some sort of personnel aligned to space responsibilities going back to like the 50s even before we were in space so this is something that we've considered for a while and what donald trump did is he took like the space command of the air force and consolidated it into the space force which yeah. is like the branch of the military that has the the dumbest insignia of all time <laughs> it looks like the star trek like thing that they have on their shirts and and the but what this means is the head of the space force is like in the joint chiefs of staff. So I just kept thinking about the meetings of the joint chiefs of staff. Like, how do you feel if you're the guy who's like, "Hi, I'm from the space force," 
<laughs> I, I'm, I mean, I swear I've done some, and the guy's like, he's like a general, he's a, he's an important guy, sure. but like the, do you think the, the Navy guy and the army guy make fun of him behind his back? For oh yeah. Space Force guy? Cause he's like the one Congressman from Alaska and people are just like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> okay, dude, way to go. Yeah. No, he's like a five-star general. He's, he's an important dude, but but he's, he's basically like Force Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, right? Like that's basically <laughs> yes. who this guy is. Yeah. Look, I don't I don't mean to belittle his 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 career, but yeah, come on, dude. Um what I, what I thought was weird was the I only saw a little bit about Space Force, but that part of the reason that they create they felt they needed to create it was because of space tourism. Because the idea was just that like yeah. like NASA and stuff was already pretty well contained inside of you know, the government and how this was going to function Yeah. because of these like, you know, Elon Musk, uh, Richard Branson style, rich lunatics who are just dragging people into space. Maybe we need like cops up there. <laughs> Cause you know, the solution to everything. let's add some more cops to it. And like, I, I just, that seems insane to me. <laughs> like, I mean, that is the epitome of over-policing, right? We put cops <laughs> in our neighborhoods. We think it's going to pe- keep people. You, you get 10 people in space. Got to get a cop up there. He's got to yeah. keep the peace. <laughs> don't fund space fuck space (laughs) (laughs) fuck it oh my god we've actually already talked about that on the podcast haven't we we did did. (laughs) but we didn't talk about it in relation to the space force yeah i don't know i think when it happened everybody thought it was fake right everybody thought it was kind of a joke like because like you know trump's like executive orders that were just madness that you they unenforceable crazy stuff and i can't i kind of thought that's what space force was that like this was this pie in the sky thing like oh yeah we're gonna put a i don't know just a station that floats around earth and it's just gonna be it's gonna be a a police station and a donut shop and that's it like and that's the whole (laughs) like I don't know, like, but, but the I, fact that it's an I actual think, thing is amazing. Like, but I think the idea is they actually can't put any kind of base up there because you can't have military bases in space because of the treaty. Right. And so, like, technically, the space force is clear of the treaty as long as they don't perform like military operations in space, as long as they're mm. just sort of accountable for space. I guess I don't know, um, but you can't have a base up there. You can only keep your bases on the ground here, and then I don't know, commute. My favorite part of this is is they you know they unveiled a flag a, a flag and insignia of the space force which again look it up but it it looks like Star Trek like it mm. really does they have a motto which is uh, semper supra which means always above which makes sense because they're in the sky so sure. they're always up there they're always above there is a U.S. space force march but they only have an interim march I don't know if they're writing their own march but it's a Sousa oh sure like they just took one and were like this is the one for the this is the space force one. Yeah. Maybe Sousa wrote a whole bunch of them just for things that might happen. Like, if we get taken over by dinosaurs, here's the Dinosaur Rulers March. And it's just anything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then if you go on Wikipedia, it lists their equipment. And the first thing it lists is GPS. (laughs) It just makes me laugh because everybody uses GPS. Of course they use GPS. Sure. But, like, I know GPS only works because of satellites in space and all those things. But I don't know. It just, it makes me giggle. This is their equipment. "Ah, Mm-hmm. I know. Like at first, like Trump was writing up the list for what do we need for the Space Force? How about like a map quest? They're like, no, no, <laughs> let's use GPS. We're going to need GPS. Forward thinking. Uh, I was reading the article about the history of the Space Force, and I guess the Air Force Space Command, which was the predecessor of the Space Force, was like integral to components of the war in Iraq and like some of the missions there. I don't understand how, but in some way, the Space Command. <laughs> helped 
I don't know. I don't know what they did, but they helped out in Iraq. I yeah, maybe that's a satellite thing. Maybe I don't know. Like that doesn't. I don't remember them being bombardments from space. That feels like that would have been yeah. a much shorter war. Yeah, they they list their engagements as the global war on terrorism and the war in Afghanistan. Oh, uh, maybe because of the global war on terrorism, they had to bring in the space command. <laughs> we don't want terrorism up there either. No. Um, oh my god. So like the first class of cadets, they come from the Air Force Academy because they're still really connected to the Air Force. So the first class of, you know, new recruits or whatever um, came from the Air Force Academy into the Space Force. There's like 8,400 people who work for the Space Force oh. these days. Are there, are there um, like privates in the Space Force? Like there's people who just signed up? I don't know. I don't know if it's something that you have to like join through one of the academies. So you come in as I think higher than a private if you don't just oh. sign up for the military. But if you go through the academy, yeah. I'm not sure if that's true, but I think that might be true. Um, they also have a logo that I'm going to show to Joe, but it, it looks like a, um, a video Neil deGrasse game? Tyson movie. Like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's just it's like a picture of space and it's just a space force. And it like, it looks like the cover clearly... of a really boring Wii game. <laughs> Like where you would just kind of go and putter around space. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of this was clearly designed by people who work for the Trump administration, yeah. like the dumbest ideas ever. Yeah. What do you think uh, if they have like a uh, like a career path at the the Air Force Academy? What do you think they do for the Space Force people? Is there like an elective where they just go and play asteroids? <laughs> like, what is it? Because <laughs> again, if you're not even going to space, do you have to learn anything space-wise? Is it just like, just old episodes of, I don't know, Lost in Space? Like, what is it? Like, I, don't, I don't get that. Like, how can you have space-specific stuff if there's no military in space? Yeah, it's a, it is a fantastic question. I, I don't know. I wonder if they just like, do they just put them in that thing? Even if they're not flying in space necessarily, they just put them in that thing that goes around in a circle, you know, the oh. anti-gravity thing. Yeah, yeah. To, like just, the vomit count. Just to see if yeah. that would work. Yeah. Just to see if that would work. I don't know. Um, maybe And like maybe that's how they weed people out. But it's, I mean, like, <laughs> look at, even if there's an emergency in space, right? Like Russia goes to space and they're just like, we're taking over the moon and you guys can suck it. Like you can't quick throw together a mission to the moon. Like, no. you notice how long it takes just to put together, like, we're just going to go and put up a satellite. It just doesn't work that way. So like, yeah. what's even the, yeah. I just don't, I'm not, I don't understand like what the point of this is, but also to this point, we're the only people who've been to the moon. So isn't the moon ours? <laughs> I, I think so. I mean, yeah. I agree. You agree. So I think that's all that matters. Although I think, the I think it's the final disagree. say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of the men who've walked on the moon are dead. There's a, there's a couple still alive, but there's not many. Yeah. So and there's only ever been twelve, and they were all Americans. So uh, I think that's uh, about sums it up. Sounds like our moon. You know what? USA moon. The United <laughs> States of America moon. That's it. <laughs> I I don't know. I I never I never did have a big space period. I don't know if like kids get into that. That was never yeah, really my yeah. thing. Same. But. Like the older I get, I just think it would be kind of neat. You know what I mean? Like, cause just imagine now, like you see like that old footage from the moon and it all sucks. Like it's all like the pic, there's some yeah. pretty cool pictures, but like the video cameras of 1967 that they could be transmitting from the moon, it all sucks. There's nothing good. You get yeah. an IMAX camera up there now. That would be amazing. Are you kidding me? I mean, I, I think they've done that. They just don't need people. Like you don't have to, you don't need people to do it. We've got robots and shit and they can take care of that. Like, I don't know. They've it had just... all shit ton of robots all over the moon. That's, that's, I think that's true. I don't know. The moon is just covered in robots. <laughs> the moon is just covered in robots. Yeah. I think that's that also sounds like a new, uh, a new pewter beef album. <laughs> and it's just like hey, you up there pewter with the guitar beef. and you're surrounded by robots. 
This is our, their new single, The Moon is Covering Robots. <laughs> One, <Peter> two, <laughs> three. <laughs> oh, boy. So anyway, Outer Space Treaty. I thought it would be good yeah. to do a little space talk. There's not a ton. There's some outer space stuff. There's some, you know, um, moon mission type stuff, uh, Apollo mission stuff. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it's kind of sad. So I think it's, this is a good way to get into it before we have to get into, like, people dying. And uh, 67 yeah. was the bad year, in the, if you look in the overall scope of the 60s when it came yeah. to... Uh, space things so we we try hard not to do the the real bummer episodes yeah so what the space treaty did is it it gave us a, a an agreed upon way to interact with space and it made sure space was free for everyone so that's a positive yeah it was all peace and you know positivity so i think that's a nice yeah. thing and for the most part has stayed yeah i mean for the most part it's it's stayed valid and accurate like you look at like even in the you know still in the cold war or even in recent years like the International Space Station has always still been this thing yeah. where, you know, people from other countries coming together and that's great. Like it's a, it's still a pretty nice it's still a pretty nice thing. Yeah. And so far, at least on our end, the only person who's really tried to walk this line is Donald Trump. And let's be honest, he doesn't count. I mean, we're not giving that guy that what that that guy with uh he's flushing documents down the toilet. He doesn't have too much <laughs> credibility, I think, at this point. Oh no. I would say uh he has flouted every law that exists in treaty, so we'll just say uh he he's not he's not one of ours. No. We don't know him. Uh so before we wrap up, let's say you had the opportunity to go on the SpaceX rocket and it oh, was yeah, like yeah. verified safe and yep. you didn't have to pay ten million dollars. You go into space? No. Not at all. No. I'd be honestly my issue, which I thought would be your issue too, is that I feel like I would be nauseous the whole time. Not oh. worth it. Yeah, no, that's true. I don't think I could handle a space a spaceship. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, no. Um, so all you're talking. And honestly, I think that is what's in my head and why I don't care about space. So I'm like, well, I'm never going to go there. So what's the point? Yeah. I don't know. I Yeah. I mean, I do, I do think that physically it would be a very difficult thing to do. But if it was free, if we get to the point in our lives where it's like free to just go to space and like tool around for an hour, I might go to space. I mean, I don't think that's I don't think that's in the cards. Like, I don't think free space travel is uh, <laughs> something that they're going to build into the Constitution. But probably I don't not. know. I think I still think going yeah. to space would be cool. I remember once at work for like an icebreaker or something. Was, if you could go on a dream vacation, where would you go? And people were like, oh, I'd go to Europe or oh, I'd go wherever. And I was like, this is a dream vacation. I would go to the moon. <laughs> you did not say that. I absolutely did. I did. Oh, my God. It's outlandish because it's like, you know, if you're just going to be like, oh, I'd go to California. I was like, is that really a dream vacation? You can't possibly imagine doing such a thing. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I don't I you couldn't pay me to go to the moon. I know people get real into like all of the all the stuff that astronauts need to do, like in when there's zero gravity. But like, I can't get over like, how do you go to the bathroom? If you're a lady, what are you what are you doing with your tampons? Like, I just I can't I can't I can't no. I, think, I know I sound like a real old lady, but no. Do you think this is why there have been no women to walk on the moon? Because there's nowhere to put their their used sanitary napkins? Is that the top problem? What? What's the story about them sending like a woman? They were like, Oh, how many tampons do you think she needs for like five days? And they gave her like three hundred tampons or something <laughs> like that. Like, patriarchy but yeah no i don't i don't okay i would agree to go to the moon if the only way we could get a woman on the moon is for me to go then i would go like oh. that we should have a lady on the moon that's dumb i mean again nobody's been to the moon 50 50 some years yeah but yeah. Uh, if you're willing to do it maybe they'll uh maybe they'll take you Sign I'll, up. I'll write a letter yeah a strongly worded letter <laughs> i'd like to take to the manager of nasa i want to go to the moon yeah. dear space force <laughs> what the hell <laughs> how's your mom i want to go to the moon <laughs> that'd be it uh all right what do you got for the outro 
Uh, okay, I have I have an idea for the outro, and it's yeah. coming to you. Okay, I need you to sing the lyrics of the Space Force March. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, if the Space Force March isn't to the tune of Ground Control to Major Tom, they've all failed. <laughs> Commencing countdown, engines on. <laughs> I think that was the Chandler, the Chandler one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the best. That's the best version of that song. Yeah, I think that has to be it, though, right? Like. What else would it even be? Age of Aquarius? Ooh, to bring us back to the hair episode. Oh, very nice. Yeah, very good. It's, it's, it's got to sound like a Susan March. So it's like, oh, Space Force, in you we trust. And we're going to moon and we're going to air in space, space, space. I don't know, something like that. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty I could see them playing that at like Fourth of July picnics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well done. All right. Well, I think that about sums it up. A great yeah. one. Bring well in the information done. to the people. Listeners, would you go to space? Let us know. Yeah. And why? Or why not? We're I'm curious. It happened one year at gmail.com or just at us. Uh it happened one year with the number one on Twitter. Yeah. And hit, be like, hit, space, hit. not for me, jokers. <laughs> hit us on the Twitster. Let us know about your space vibes. Do you want to defund the space force? Let us know. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get out of here. We're gonna go watch 2001. It's your favorite movie. Oh my god, I'm never watching that movie again. We're gonna go watch it right now. No, we're not. Thanks, everybody. Bye. This has been It Happened One Year. Please follow us on all the random social media sites that exist and rate us wherever you possibly can. That'd be great! Send you a very nice present, though. What? Anything special that you want? What? What? A telephone. We got lots of telephones already.